You'll Die Trying contains sensitive subject matter and conversations surrounding death and dying and may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is respectfully advised. This is You'll Die Trying with Nathan Morris. Well, hey there. It's good to be back. Let's just jump right into it. This is Season 2, Episode 114 of You'll Die Trying. Okay, okay, let's go ahead and talk about the elephant in the room. This is Nathan Morris, Dr. Carroll, and his brilliance and his voice are not with me today and forevermore. It's okay, we didn't break up, we didn't have a difficulty splitting dogs and houses and vehicles and all that. We actually just texted like three seconds ago. He is still my dearest, most bestest friend in the entire universe. He is inundated. Ladies and gentlemen, since we released episode 113 and ended season one, let's be very honest and transparent. I had a baby. We bought a bunch of funeral homes And then a little thing called COVID-19, of course, hit and everything was up in arms and flames and everyone has been impacted in ways that we can not even begin to describe here on this podcast or in life in general. And because of all of those things, Dr. Carol and I had taken some time off from the podcast and we had discussed the podcast over the past year. What does it look like? What does it look like moving forward? Can we move forward? And Dr. Carroll is inundated, not only with his practice, the clinic at the Montgomery, his operations of Morris family. We are 10 rooftops strong. Dr. Carroll, as chief operating officer, is busy at the wheel taking care of our people who are taking care of you So, without further ado, season two will be myself, Dr. Carroll, clapping in the stands. If you wish to reach out to Dr. Carroll, please feel free to do so. Send him an email, drcarroll at morrisfamilyservices.com. And let me clarify something very quickly right out the gate. If you have joined us previously for season one, a lot of season one was being the best version of ourselves and talking about inspiring, encouraging, and hopeful ways to do that in our walk, in our daily walk, and what we did. It was us, Dr. Carol and I, motivating one another, and hopefully the byproduct of that was motivating you. Season two, my hope is still similar to that, but I had to do a reset. I was walking the other day after my run, and I was thinking nervously, what is this podcast going to be can I do this? And I think it's really important and it's very simple and it's stupid that we make things so difficult. I think that our guiding light in life 
is something that we can apply to everything. Let me go back to the guiding light. Morris family has what we call a culture code. The culture code is 142 pages of why we exist. I believe that most people fall flat because they say what they do, how they do, and why they do it. We say why we do it first. Our guiding light is delighting families at Morris Family. And I think we can apply that. I can apply that to everything that I do. My guiding light with this podcast, You'll Die Trying, is delighting families. And families can be singular. You might be in the car right now. You might be on a walk or a run and you're listening to this. My guiding light is to delight families. I hope that this delights you in some form, fashion, or way. And let me also preface and point out the other elephant in the room, the disclaimer that you heard at the beginning of this podcast. Throughout this entire season, I will have that disclaimer playing. I think it is very important and respectful. We have literally all been affected by this pandemic. And there's gonna be a lot of conversations about death and dying and funeral homes, all of which will remain tactful, but I wanna be mindful of your sensitivity and possible sensitivity to that itself. So without further ado, please know that that disclaimer will be playing at the beginning of every episode of this podcast moving forward. All right, there's the elephants, they're in the room. If this is something that you have jumped into previously, we hope that you stick around and you find fulfillment. I mean, it is awesome to have a conversation about death and dying and funerals and funeral homes and what happens at the prep room and what happens over here and have you ever driven a hearse and do you like driving the limo and... Does this happen? Have you ruined a suit? All those other fun things. We'll be diving into all of those things. So lace up your dress shoes, put on your PPE, and let's roll. All right, we're set. You've got the new intro. You've got some new artwork. You've got the backstory. You now know what's going on. We're going to proceed now. So for the first episode of season two, it's pretty interesting how this all came about. I told you about the past year and trying to figure out what does it look like? How is it going to happen? Well, let me tell you something really funny. I do believe that there is no coincidences. We just hired a new team member. Her name is Micah. Micah actually came to us from a doctor and provider of care here in town. It's pretty interesting her story, which I will get to, the other day she texts me and she says, hey, you need to do the podcast and you need a segment on there where you sit with people on the team and you talk death. Let's call it coffee and caskets or something like that. We're like, oh, we kicked around some ideas, but it got me thinking about this podcast again. And I think we've actually settled on this segment. The segment name is Death Over Decaf. It's a double entendre, I believe is what it's, it's called, because death over decaf, I would choose death over drinking decaf coffee. I mean, that's a little elaborate and extreme. Obviously, I wouldn't, but I don't want to drink decaf. Instead, I want to have a delicious cup of coffee. So every episode of You'll Die Trying will have a segment called Death Over Decaf, where I will sit with someone within the team, within this profession. And we're going to talk shop. We're going to talk about why they are here, what got them here, what are their thoughts. We're going to take some awesome questions, all of that. So without further ado, I would love to start uh, this first segment, Death Over Decaf, with none other than the person who really kind of inspired to keep this thing going and this segment all together. Enjoy it. As always, this segment of, for now, Death Over Decaf is brought to you by the people at Big Turkey Foot Coffee. We're 
drinking a delicious cup of coffee. It's so amazing. This is Honduras or Rough River blend. I have to ask you, uh, please tell me that you push the little thing in the doctor's office on the wheels. It's kind of like the... It's So it's technically called a cow. It's cart on wheels. Mm. And I did push one. Yes, I did. That is incredible. I picture it just being like, you know, the... Um, the meal, like you have the TV dinner tray and you <laughs> yeah. walk in there with Dr. Mitchell and stuff. What in the heck did you do there? Um, so really I just did his notes. Um, so the patient would come in and, you know, explain like what was going on, how long, if it was an injury. So I put all that in and then whatever our plan was. So if we wanted to do physical therapy, if we wanted to do some sort of medication, if we were doing casting, bracing, put all that in the plan. And you went into every room? Every room. Yeah. Well, unless we were super busy and then I had to veer off and like help get patients back and so you're stuff. you're Dr. Mitchell's right-hand woman right-hand and woman. now you're now you're here that's yeah. pretty pretty amazing i think it's only fitting Life though changing. i think it is only fitting cuz i did introduce it in the beginning but you tell them why and how this all happened because you sent me a text like a week and a half ago and i feel a divine intervention's a real thing but you sent me this text please tell me what in the heck you were thinking so really when i um this was all just kind of sudden, but whenever I started thinking about going into the funeral business, I told um, Kelsey Skaggs, who does Big Turkey Foot Coffee, I said, dude, you guys should totally get together with Nathan and start a podcast because I think everybody needs to know that side of things. I mean, I just, I think that people have questions. I think that people don't realize how much goes into this side. Of funerals. Um, of funerals, yeah. So when I started here, I thought... Yeah, that's what that's what we need to do. Yeah, I mean, we need to reach out. We need to tell people what goes on. Uh, we need to get them comfortable with death. Yeah, I agree. And you sent that text because I was just telling everybody, I literally for the past year have been like, what in the heck does this look like moving forward? How do we do it? Should we do it? For the longest time, I thought this podcast would have been about like monetizing the podcast itself. But I think the value is, of course, educating all these people because there's yeah. not enough good content within our funeral profession. And you sent me that daggum text. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so all this stuff is kind of falling into place um, um, immediately, really. And also just so that you all know, you can head to yieldietrying.com and get you uh, your own bag of coffee and mugs and you can buy a monument, you can pre-plan your funeral, all that fun stuff right there. <laughs> but uh, I think your wow lightning bolt moment is worth sharing because obviously there's not in elementary school, middle school, high school, any type of, of uh, class you can take for this. So no, I think yeah. it's really profound your how this all happened and came to fruition. Please, I would love for you to kind of share that, the whole story of you sitting at the funeral and boom. Like when I thought about going into yes. the business. You said it was in March, I believe. And Yeah, yeah. So I actually had um, a close family member um, pass away. And it was just a small um, family funeral. And we went in. I mean, and it's just this small church. It wasn't at a funeral home. But it, it was open casket. And I remember looking down and I was like, you know what? I have to go in this business. Like, I have to help people look better. Um, if we're doing open casket, I have to go on this side of things and learn. Uh, because to me, like, looking down, it just did not look like him to me. And I think that's one of the most important parts for people for closure is looking down at that casket and, and being okay with it. And for me, it just, it just wasn't him to me. Granted, I haven't seen him since COVID. Right. But, you know, I just... I just felt that calling, and I was like, "I'm going into this. It's it's happening. I'm doing it, um, absolutely." So then I I uh, thought about it, and I um, 
looked around at colleges and, you know, found Mid-America and then reached out to Kelsey Skaggs, mm-hmm. who works for you guys yep. part-time. Absolutely. Kelsey is, uh, she does our transfer. Uh, she has a transport license in the state of Kentucky. You can actually go and sign a loved one out and not be a licensed funeral director or an apprentice. You have to go to classes and so forth. Yeah. So she um, gave me uh, Christine's mm-hmm. number, who's the manager here, and let me shadow a couple days. And I just instantly fell in love. I mean, I just knew... I knew it was for me. For the longest time, this profession's been about if you're not born in it, you're not getting into it. And it's always been, for lack of a better word, a good old boys club because you have your old timer gents. And (laughs) it's been for the longest time guys, but obviously you've seen that. So she, uh, I'll brag on you, you came and you shadowed um, and then you kept in touch with Christine. And I I have to brag on this group of people that we all work with. It's honestly, largely made up of, I think, women. Mm-hmm. It is, absolutely. I think absolutely. it's pretty even as far as 50% male and female. Women, you all are the future of this profession, and it's amazing. Our best people are, you know, Micah and all the females that I work alongside. And it's really funny because in our profession, a lot of people don't want women still, which is the stupidest thing to me because you're naturally empathetic. You're artistic naturally. You have an ability that guys don't have because you're more particular, in my opinion. Guys can learn it, I think, but it's not something that we're so naturally gifted at. Yeah. Anyway, it's just amazing that, you know, Micah, you have come here from the medical, I guess it would have been the medical field Mm -hmm. actually, and uh, are essentially thriving. But I think it's good for people to hear a female saying, you know, I, I love this. Have you had a dream yet about work? Um, mainly about missing calls <laughs> oh <my laughs> when you're on call. That but is not, a very scary not dream. Anything, yeah. I remember I, when I first started, I would have dreams all the time about the people that we're taking care of. It was weird. I don't know if that's like good, bad, or what, but I'm literally having these vivid dreams of these <laughs> deceased loved ones in my dream. Yes, it's not. What do you think is the worst? Well, you, you may not have been in it long enough, but uh, do you feel that this profession, what does it lack most? And I might be putting you on the spot. Oof. I'll tell you what I think, and then maybe you can um, kind of play off that. I think this profession as a whole is terrible at communicating. Uh, in, the, in the profession, before, we've really spent a ton of time and money and resources on monday.com and all these things mm-hmm. for us to stay up to date on what is going on. And you can elaborate on that. But before that, it's all of us just constantly tripping over each other. It's like, oh, well, who's going on this funeral? Who's driving the hearse? Who's driving this limo? Who's, who's taking the flowers? And everyone sits around and they just have not a single clue what's going on. Yeah, That is what I have seen as a terrible detriment to our profession is this lack of communication. You have 130 tasks to complete after an arrangement and you don't tell anybody all the tasks that you've done and everybody's like, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it can get extremely overwhelming, um, especially when you have multiple loved ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but I agree. I mean, I think lack of communication um, is a good factor. Yeah. I mean, it's... Do you like... I'm putting you on the spot once more, um, but do you like the Monday platform? I love the Monday. Yes. I love the Monday when people do it correctly. Correct. <laughs> she, she and I are talking about, there's this platform called monday.com and it's uh, an opportunity for all of us since we have 10 locations to communicate effectively and essentially remotely. So we all are held accountable and are assigned tasks per pertaining to and specific to us, Mm -hmm. meaning Micah doesn't need to know that, you know, Joe Smith and the people that are necessarily going on the funeral, and she doesn't need notifications of that, but she can oversee it and see like our 30,000 foot view. It's pretty Mm -hmm. amazing. I highly encourage you all to kind of check something like that out. But uh, what do you, what do you, 
are you most excited about within this profession? I mean, it's not going anywhere, right? Right, right. It's it's definitely not going anywhere. It's it's uh, staying for the long haul. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the thing that I I like is I am constantly learning, mm-hmm. and there's always room for improvements. Um, you're never just stuck. Right. It's it's just it's constantly changing. It's constantly growing. Right. Constantly I, learning. I was thinking about this morning before you and I were going to talk, and I was like, anybody can put on a good funeral, right? Anybody can have a nice funeral right. home and offer a casket and take you to the cemetery in a pretty cast in a pretty hearse, but not everyone offers the experience. Yeah. And that's what we are focused heavily on. And I want to say that it's heavily because of you that we're doing this again, this uh, death over decaf. Yes. (laughs) It's pretty exciting that we're doing this and I really appreciate it. But I think every week, I think it's going to be good for us to talk amongst our team members and see what's going on with them and get a pulse, finger on the pulse because who in the, I mean, oh, I have to ask this. Since you said you started to work at the funeral home and Mm -hmm. within the funeral profession, what are all the conversations about with your friends? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> What's the grossest thing um, you've ever seen? Yeah. I mean, they're probably like, so <laughs> the gory part, they definitely mm-hmm. want to talk about the gory part, but mm-hmm. they also are like, so like, what's your main job? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you do there? And I'm like, I don't really have a main job. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's everything. It's all of it. And they, um, a lot of them just want to know everything about it. Everything. It, it's one of the, it's a conversation at every table that I'm at. Yeah. They want to know and they want to go deep in the woods with it. They yes. want to get into the thick. Yeah. And I think we can, um, I think it's important for us to kind of pull the curtain and to talk about it because uh, so the 50s, too. 60s, 70s, 80s, they just, they did, they did what they did behind the door, never talked about it. And mm-hmm. mom magically appeared in the casket in the chapel. <laughs> and we're going to show you the, the real thing behind it, but. Anyway, uh, this is no longer a profession uh, with just uh, men. There's people like Micah and all the other incredible females that work with us that are really kind of paving the way. Mm -hmm. So anyway, thank you very much for having a cup with us. We're going to continue to enjoy this. But I think uh, there's a lot of really cool things to come. Me too. Reach out to Micah, Micah at morrisfamilyservices.com. We'll be right back. Hey, sorry, it's just me, everyone. Please be sure to take a moment to subscribe to this podcast, You'll Die Trying, right this second and share it with a friend. Also, follow me on Instagram at Nathan Morris. And back to the show. All right, one episode in, season two, episode 114. This is what we're going to be doing. This is what you can expect. I appreciate you coming back time and time again to hear what it is that happens within the funeral profession. My goal, as I stated in the beginning, the guiding light is delighting families, you, meeting you where you are in this very moment. Are you interested in the funeral profession? Are you interested in just the stories? Are you interested in all of the above? We'll be talking about it right here on this podcast, You'll Die Trying. And before we go, of course, feel free to leave a review. You can do so, and by doing so, you're really helping this podcast out. It literally takes like 10 seconds, and just maybe we'll select your review to read right here on the show. I will read one 
from last season. And it actually is pretty awesome. Five stars. I recently joined the Morris family and could not be more proud and honored. I've been pod binging these episodes and enjoy the depth and simplicity of the real life topics and conversations. As always, thank you. Visit yuldietrying.com. Follow me on Insta at Nathan Morris. We'll see you at episode 115.